This episode is sponsored by Epic. Epic has a huge library of more than 35,000 high-quality, popular children's books, videos, quizzes, and more for children 12 and under. Epic is perfect for homeschooling, learning, and curriculum, with thousands of books on every subject and topic. Plus, kids can reinforce their learning through quizzes and additional recommended content. And we have found that it's really great for lazy unit studies, right? So much fun. So many rabbit holes. (laughs) (laughs) They just pick a topic and there's always a book (laughs) Um, and usually several to choose from and they can learn all about whatever they're interested in at the moment and it's like right there at their fingertips, which is so handy. You don't even have to go to the library. It's one of those resources that you feel no guilt about your children using because there's no apps or in-app purchases. It's kid-friendly and it's safe. And it's so it's screen time that's actually good for your kids. And millions of children around the world are using Epic, which I think is so great because we hear from overseas families all the time looking for resources um, because they are English speakers and they're looking for um, language, English resources in the place where they are that where they don't have to bring, you know, hundreds of books with them in their suitcases and try to track them down in a country where English isn't the main language. So, um, that's really helpful. It's also too. really great if you're in a rural setting and you don't have a huge library because it definitely with 35,000 titles, that's a lot. Definitely. <laughs> a lot of kids' books. Yes. Um, you were talking about um, why Epic is so safe, and there's a lot of parent features, um, including you can track your child's progress which is with a digital reading log. Parents can create personalized collections for their children through their parent dashboard. Parents can create up to four customizable child profiles per account, um, and they have like books that your kids are actually wanting to read. <laughs> so many good ones, like A Wrinkle in Time, Where the Wild Things Are, National Geographic, Good Night Moon. They have the Chronicles of Narnia and the Velveteen Rabbit. And Curious George. Oh, I love Curious George. We love George here. So Epic is normally seven ninety nine a month, which is a great deal. But we have partnered with them to get our listeners two months absolutely free. So just use promo code SISTERS when you sign up for Epic at getepic.com and you'll get your first two months totally free. That's getepic.com and use promo code SISTERS for two months free. Hi there and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm excited because it's almost summer vacation. Oh my gosh, we're right on the cusp. I know. We... Love One doing toe this. over the edge. <laughs> love doing this podcast. Absolutely love it. We love all the things we do, but we really also love our summers at the pool and reading books and relaxing and just having like a little break so that we can get lots of energy and excitement back for podcasting some more. I feel like when you have the break is when you think of all the really good ideas that make you excited for the next season. Yeah, so it's not that we're not working, it's just that we're, we need some downtime so that we can, like, come up with our truly brilliant plans for next year. (laughs) We need to do some professional development. Exactly. That's what this episode's all about. So we're going to talk books. Like our favorite episode ever that we've done every year. 
Oh, you know what I was thinking too, is we should tell people to tag their like books that they're using, or if they're, if they read, you know, this summer to tag it as poolside professional development. So we can still yes. like, stay we'll connected hashtag to all of our sisters well, out there. I think there. we already have a hashtag. I think we do it's too. Just, it's like the longest hashtag ever, but just hashtag poolside <laughs> professional development. It comes up in my phone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that'll work. Okay. That's good. So we can keep up with what everybody else is reading um, because then we can give each other ideas for different books if we start to run out of books after a little while which share the love yeah I mean there's always books but sometimes you just need like a certain kind of book like you put out something on Instagram like last Mm -hmm. week was it like you wanted like a certain kind of book didn't you before we left for Jamaica I wanted a fiction book that sucks you in but is also really well written okay yeah yeah, no, I um I I just put something up too where I was like I need a really good book, but I need it to be like mystery thriller and nothing sad. Like I I I don't need one of those books that's going to like teach me something and make me cry and make me like explore the depths of humanity. Like I just want something where and then I realized actually by the end of talking about it that I just need Nancy Drew. Like I just need <laughs> you know, I need like a fluffy you know, everything works out okay. It was all just a big misunderstanding, you know, <laughs> type of book. See, sometimes you just need certain types of books. Yeah, yeah. So if we have the hashtag going, then we can look at each other's books and maybe we can help each other this summer. Mm-hmm. Not that we feel guilty about taking time off or anything. I feel a little <laughs> guilty. We'll miss everybody, but... Yeah, but but I always justify it. Summer is like a blink. I don't live in a place where it's hot all the time. I wish I did. Yeah. <laughs> so I just need to maximize my vitamin D. Yeah. There so that I go. can be in a good mood come fall. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about storing up the vitamin D. That's all it totally, is. Totally. Totally. So before we dive into our book stacks, I have like six book stacks around me right now. Do you, or do you have a list? I do too. Okay. I actually posted in Instagram stories. Okay. Yeah. I should we probably were getting ready. There's a lot of little stacks here. Yeah. Um, so before we start that though, we have a couple of things we wanted to share real quick. couple announcements. The first is at the Kindred Homeschool Conference. The second one ever. This one about planning is coming up. So excited. June 28th. If you want to know... The minute tickets go on sale, make sure that you are um, you go to kindredhomeschool.com and get on the list for our newsletter, and then you'll be the very first to know. Right, and you also get access to our Facebook group, which is amazing. It is amazing. It's a really nice group of people um, helping each other out, supporting each other. And then um, you can follow us on Instagram, too, mm-hmm. and that's another way to know when tickets go on sale. And... Okay, so we've we've just shared on the website what everybody's going to be talking about, and I'm really excited about it. I think it's going to be really good. We've got some. It's going to be got so fun. Big kids. We've got little kids. We've got all kinds of good stuff. So something I think for it's everyone, be good. hopefully. Yeah, yeah. All right, and you are releasing a course. I am. I made a course on lazy unit studies, so it's called Lazy Unit Study 101, and it's a officially releasing on June 1st, but if you go to my site and you go to mylittlepoppies.com slash lazyunitstudy101 course, you can sign up to be on the wait list and the people on the wait list are going to be notified and let in early with a discount. 
Ooh, okay. Yeah. So we'll put a link to that in the show notes so everybody can find it easily and get on the waiting list and get it the deal. It was a big scary goal because it's something I've been wanting to do, but tech, as you know, kind of freaks me out a little bit. But I think I have some friends in there right now going through it and we've found a couple typos and a couple tweaks, but I think overall, like, it's going to be good. Yay. Yeah. I'm excited for you. That's very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. And you have your lazy unit study book that's available too. Yes. And that's on your site. So we can link to that as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah. So you can either do a course or the book, whatever works best for your learning style. I'm a big fan of both, you know, like (laughs) go all in. That's my strategy. <laughs> Give me some professional development there too. Actually, yeah. lazy studies not to like be like take my course, but they work perfect in summer if you need a little bit of structure. And you are going to be speaking at a very exciting event. Yeah, keynote. I'm excited. It's August seventeenth, so it's like right, probably right around before like right before we come back. Um, August seventeenth, I'm going to be at the Carolina Homeschool Conference, and it's in Apex, North Carolina. And it's a day-long event and there's going to be speakers and vendors and it's a new conference and we know um some of the uh, some of the people who are putting it together and it's just it's like a lovely, welcoming, inclusive, happy kind of conference. So I'm really excited to be speaking there. So let me know if you're going to be there. We'll put a link to it in the show notes and then you can you can let me know if you're going to be there and make sure you say hi. I'm jealous. I want to go. <laughs> I want to tug, tug it closer to New England. You can you can just come in my suitcase. We'll figure it out. Oh, that would be so fun. <laughs> Maybe it I would will. be. It would be. Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned. Maybe Kate's going to come in my suitcase. <laughs> All right. So where do we start with books? I think last year we did like fiction nonfiction. okay or education fiction education I like that plan. and nonfiction, then fiction yeah that's good and remember we should say this up front like you don't have to frantically write these down they will no. all be in the show notes at the homeschoolsisters.com so don't like please don't crash into like a mountain because you're trying to write down books. <laughs> We're going to take care of all of that for you, and we'll be sure to also link our previous episodes in case you want even more books even for your library wish list. Yeah. And we call it poolside professional development because that was your term originally. Um, <laughs> and you you were reading a lot of homeschooling books, a lot of education yes. books, things like that. And then um, now we've sort of taken it to just be anything that we read by the pool. Right? Because it's, it's good for your soul. It is. And as a teacher, you need a professional development break. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, okay, this, this is so my question. So you can do murder mysteries too. It's totally fine. I think so. I think, you know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a little murder. <laughs> right. As long as it's in a book. Um, so, or a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, actually, though, because um, I have a couple I want to share. What are you reading right now? Oh, okay. We don't have to do that. <laughs> no, wait. Okay. I, I know it because I actually, this year I podcasted from my bedroom, so I'm on it. These are not poolside yet, but I just wanted to share no. a couple that I'm enjoying right now. So what are you reading right now? 
I am reading We Were the Lucky Ones by Georgia Hunter, and it is something that's been on my list for a while because everyone has read it and loved it. And it's about, I'm kind of on a World War II kick. Yeah. And so this takes place there. I don't want to give too much of it away, but it's a really, really well-written book. And it was recommended to me by several friends. And so far, it's really good. Okay. Have you read The Alice Network? No, but that's another one that's on my list. Okay. Do you have it? No. All right. I'll send it to you because I just finished awesome. it. And it was really, really good. And it's World War II. So that's why I was asking. I have it's... a whole bunch. I did um, The Endless Step. And then I read The Paris Wife. And there was something else that I'm blanking on, but there's been a whole, you know how Amazon recommends based on your previous mm-hmm. and you go down like this rabbit hole. So yeah. that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah. I, um, it, it, technically the Alice network is world war one and world war two. And whenever I read books set in that time, I'm like, I learned nothing about the world wars when I was growing up. Right? Nothing. Nothing. Like, yeah, it just always kind of blows me away. So that's how I felt about the endless step. I didn't know about the whole, you know, deporting uh, Polish Jews to Siberia. That was not on my radar no. in high school. No. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. The Alice Network was really good. It was really, really good. It was about spies, female spies. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But there's like a whole other story kind of going on too. And it's mostly, mostly everything turns out the way you want it to. Mostly. Um, <laughs> without saying too much. Okay. So the one I really wanted to share that I'm reading right now is The Year of Living Biblically by A.J. Ooh. Jacobs. I've seen you post about this. It's hilarious. And I'm enjoying it so much. He is, he he takes a year to try to live strictly um, with rules laid out in the Bible. And so like, there's all these like pictures of him. He has to grow a beard. Of course, he's wearing all white in these pictures. He's got a sheep. He's walking with a cane. <laughs> um, he's got a sheep. At one point he has to stone an adulterer. <laughs> so he takes like a pebble and like throws it at the like, man's chest. <laughs> Oh it's goodness. awesome. It's really, really good. <laughs> um, so I'm enjoying that a lot. And then my sort of like suspense uh, thriller type book that I'm reading right now is Before the Fall by Noah Hawley. Ooh. And I don't know where I came up with reading this book because normally I like, you know, I don't know, I guess more of like a domestic thriller. I don't really know how to explain it. That. Okay. It, that just seems to be kind of what I fall into, I guess. Um, but this one is, there's a plane crash and they're trying to track down what happened. Um, but the main character is sort of unexpectedly forming this bond with um, a little boy who also survived the plane crash. So there's something going on there too that like, I don't know. It's interesting. Um, not my normal, I don't know somebody's cheating on somebody country song kind of thriller that <laughs> I read but but it's good I'm um, also rereading oh, Free to Learn by P- Peter Gray which is one that I've read many times but because I'm doing my talk for Kindred on planning to play 
I wanted to kind of reread some of my old favorites so it's fresh in my mind as I think about what I want to share with people. And um, I'm also reading The Path Made Clear, Oprah's new book. My husband got that for me for Mother's Day. And so I'm kind of slowly working my way through that in little bits. Okay. All right. I bought that for my mom for Mother's Day or her birthday. They're close together. So for one of them. Um, And I wanted to read that. I liked that in the Wisdom of Sundays. It's kind of I did similar too. style. Um, you gave me the Wisdom of Sundays. Yes, I did. For my birthday, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I also saw you shared a stack of books that you're reading in preparation for your Kindred talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny. Both of our talks are like based on a lot of books. But I guess that kind of makes sense. <laughs> what else is um, new? <laughs> All I do is talk about books. <laughs> Yeah, their books again. <laughs> Newsflash: Kate and Kara like books. Um, but you had a John Holt one in there that I hadn't seen before. What instead of education? Yeah, I had never seen that one before. Yeah, it's been a while since I. I'm not reading it yet. Um, I read it in the past, but I can't tell you off the top of my head how it differs from. I feel like all of his stuff is good, and it just kind of all overlaps. Yeah, yeah, but like in a way that's not. A way that's good. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're kind of like, heck yes. (laughs) Yeah. So what other education-like books are you working on this summer? So I'm rereading a couple. I'm going to reread the Teenage Liberation Handbook because it's been a long time. And now I actually have a tween, almost. Does 11 count as tween? Because he's acting like it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know when. I think that's tween, isn't it? Like nine we're, to twelve. We're, we've got a little moody and broody thing happening, so I want to um, reread that with my kids in mind. Felt so far away before when I read it the first time, and then I'm gonna reread "You, Your Child in School." Um, Navigate your way to the best education by Sir Ken Robinson, and that is a book that I read before, and it's it's geared toward public. Uh, parents whose kids are in school but I just really like his stuff and I every time I read his books it reminds me of homeschool if yeah he, sometimes he refers to homeschooling but um it's just about creating an education that works for your child and then I'm going to reread the self-driven child um that's the science and sense of giving your kids more control over their lives Mostly because I feel like I've been kind of harpy lately. Lots of harping. (laughs) And then um, along with the play, I'm reading Play by Stuart Brown, which is an excellent book. It's an old one. And then Wonderland by Stephen Johnson. Ooh. And Wonderland. How how Play Made the Modern World. Ooh, okay. I hadn't heard of that. It's a good one. I actually got it from Colleen. And I I think I read most. I can't remember if I'm like fully rereading it or if it was one of those things where I read most of it and then something like life interrupted. Kate has a lot of books happening all the time. <laughs> well, and do you ever have that thing where you get a book and you have something going on? So you like flip through it really quickly and read everything you think you need and then you put it away. And then a couple years later, you're like, I don't actually remember like what all was in there. And I think I skipped some parts and things like right. that. So Or like... Yeah. What happens to me is you have like your summer, you have your pool bag, and then summer ends, and then that book is kind of like 
side for a bit and you're not done with it because, you know, suddenly school's here and things are happening. So things like that happen a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Or yeah, you have your car book or you have your, yeah. And you're in the car less for whatever reason and you're not reading your car book because there's, you know, the activities are petering out. I'm so excited that the activities are petering down now. (laughs) (laughs) Every time one ends, I'm like dancing like, (laughs) I know I feel kind of bad because I mean, we love seeing our friends and everything at our, okay. So I've been calling it our nature group. And then my daughter corrected me recently. She was like, mom, don't call it that. And I was like, why not? And she's like, it sounds like it's like, we're going to like a nudist colony. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And then I'm like, I guess like natural nature, naturalists. I don't know. Anyway. So yeah. But anyway, when that ended, I'm like, I mean, I love seeing everyone, but um, we'll still see them. It's just not the every single Monday we have to be there at a certain time. And, and Mondays are, you know, Mondays are Mondays. Um, So yeah, it's just nice. I just feel like you can kind of stretch out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Everything slows down. Stretch out in a pool chair. (laughs) Exactly. Twist my arm. Right. It's to get a little warmer over here. Um, So what are you reading for education books? So uh, the Teenage Liberation Handbook, I meant to read that last year. I have it in my stack for this year. Best laid plans, you know, like what happens is I have all these books that I'm like, I really should read that. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to read this one where I don't know some lady's wife or some 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 lady is cheating on her husband and her old and thing and the fighting and I don't know anyway um more of my that's thriller. why it's good to Box. have choices you just have yeah. like a summer wish list and then you see what you can knock out and then you see what popped up right right yeah it's it's kind of the same like for a long um last year I was keeping track of every book I read but I would it's like our planning thing where I didn't write down the books I wanted to read and then like check mark them. I wrote down the books after I had read them. So it was like a different strategy. There, there's a book about that that I read this year. Really? This was a fun book and I can send it to you if you haven't read it, but it's called My Life with Bob by Pamela Paul. Have you heard of it? Oh no, I haven't. And it's this woman who I believe she's a journalist. She's the editor of the New York Times book review. Oh, Okay. So, I mean, she reads a lot of books. And she basically has been keeping a book forever called Bob, Book of Books. Oh. And, you know, she got teased about it for a while, but she's been just keeping, she records literally everything she reads. I love that. Which is so neat, because you can look back and see the history of, like, where you were at at certain times of your life, depending on what you were reading. And I just thought it was really really cool concept. So my friend Kate sent it to me for my birthday last summer and it was one of the first ones I read. Does she um, write down something about the book or is it just the title? I I feel like she did a star system, but I might have just made that up. Okay. Because I know um, like Sarah McKenzie had a class that she did for Read Aloud Revival members that it was um, how to create a book journal with your kids. And I mean, there's like tons of different ways to do it. You can just write down the books you read, or you can write down like a quote or something that really stood out for you or something you learned from it or whatever. So there's all the I like the idea of like, quote, like picking your favorite or a favorite moment. Yeah. 
Except I have a really hard time with, like, I don't know if I'd be able to pick one thing. So then it would right. be like... It would be a decision. You five pages. Decision of, fatigue, and then you just yeah. wouldn't finish the journal. Totally, <laughs> You'd have yeah. five things, and Kate would be like, forget this. It would be like another baby book situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Sarah, I'm, I'm going to reread Teaching from Rest, because I do every year. And I actually just wrote a post... It's going to go up on Simple Homeschool Thursday, um, where I mention teaching from rest. And I, when I picked it up, I was like, I got to read this again this year. Um, and then Free at Last, I'm going to read again, which is the book about the Sudbury School. Oh, that was on my list too. But I forgot to bring it upstairs because it's downstairs because I started reading it last night. D- so you Another got a copy of it? Yeah, I have it. Okay, because it is. It's kind of hard to find. It's out of print. And... It's, it's out of print. It's really old. Yeah. Mine, mine I'm a little bit allergic to it because it's, <laughs> it's that old. It's got that, like, <laughs> I mean, who am I kidding? I'm allergic to everything right now. People are probably like, what's wrong with Kate? <laughs> it's just LRD season. That's why we have to take a break because we're both allergic to podcasting after April. Because how basically. many times have I had to stop this to cough? Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah, all right. That's, we, that's a good. We can do this. That's a good book. Yeah, yeah. And actually, Free to Learn references that book too. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have you read Free to Learn? Before? I have, but it's been a long time, so it would probably be good for me to read it again. It's a good one. It's just like with John Holt. Like you pull that stuff out again, and you just go like, "Okay, everything's gonna be okay." You know, and I feel like it's really reassuring. I feel like it's reassuring to read any time of the year, but at this time of year, when the weather starts to get a little nicer, even though we're not done with some of the stuff that I would like, you know, we just took, we basically had like a a little bit of a rough spring, as we talked about with the emotional episode that we did. So we did less work than we normally do, although we were doing very important work in other areas. And then we went to Jamaica. So that was a week that we did nothing. So now I'm like, we really have not been doing school <laughs> in any formal sense for a while. But then you read some of these books and you're like, but, you know, they're, they're, my kids are learning and they're playing and they're out in nature and all this stuff. So it's just, it's reassuring if you're feeling a little bit like you've been a slacker because yeah. you feel validated. Like, well, I'm making space for things that are really important at this age. You know what I just realized? Maybe you're allergic to not being in Jamaica. Oh, that, you know, that's the ticket. That's probably what it is. This one. You just need to go back. I didn't have any of this happening in Jamaica. And in fact, I was happiest I've been quite quite (laughs) good many years. (laughs) Well, there you go. Go back to Jamaica. (laughs) I just just need sunshine, sunshine, water, and a hammock. Yeah. And your books. Some good coffee and my favorite people. Totally. Like the little things. Just, you know, Jamaica. Have you read Dare to Lead yet by Brene Brown? Yes. You did? Okay. Yes. Is it good? It, it's on my it, list. It, all of her stuff is good. All of her stuff is good, but I haven't read that one yet. I haven't read Becoming either by Michelle oh. Obama. My gosh, you but have to. talked about that with the Chipotle thing where mm-hmm. apparently she told somebody? Now I can't remember who. Conan O'Brien? That like when she was really stressed out, she would eat Chipotle in her car. And my husband was like, you're basically Michelle Obama. So now I need to read the book. Can I tell you that I had the biggest streak and I was so proud of myself of not eating Chipotle in the car. And 
whole from Jamaica. <laughs> and I was like, oh, like I feel, so, I was like working out. I was feeling so healthy and like happy. And then, you know, nature attacked my face and um, one of my kids was sick. And so yesterday I was like, I found myself with one of my kids. I was like, let's just do it. We're <laughs> like, don't, don't tell dad. <laughs> Let's just do it. I'm going to pay cash. <laughs> I'm going to throw the bag in a garbage somewhere else. <laughs> okay, so sometimes when I go out to work, I'm like looking around to see who's listening. Sometimes when I go out to work, I might grab a burrito before I go to work and then sit well, and eat I it. I think walk helps get the job done. It, it does. But the problem is then your car smells like Chipotle. So... <laughs> I had that happen recently. I feel like the kids get in the car. It was actually, they were at piano lessons. This was before Jamaica when I was having like a big Chipotle run. And then I picked them up from piano and they were like, it smells like guacamole in here. I was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's so weird. I don't. <laughs> that's so strange. Well, it used it. to be I would go and I would work at Starbucks. And even though I don't drink coffee, just being in there, I would come home and the kids were like, did you go to Starbucks? And I'm like, I did go to Starbucks. How do you do that? And they're like, you seriously smell like Starbucks. But I guess from sitting in there, I don't know. Like, I couldn't smell it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So caffeine. Yeah. Now That's I have a, a good s- thing to smell like. I'd rather smell like coffee than guacamole, even though I love guacamole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's much better. And especially, like, if you're going to talk to anybody. I yeah. guess people don't like coffee breath either, but they definitely don't need guacamole breath. <laughs> All right. We need to we, we got kind of off on a tangent there. <laughs> Just a little bit. That's what happens. But about our stressed out eating him. It's delicious. Okay, how about the next right thing by Emily P. Freeman? Have you read that one? No, but I want to. That's on okay. my list. It's not actually on my poolside professional development list because I'm like drowning in books here, but I've heard it's really, really good. I've heard it From too. A lot of people. Yeah. Our friend Vanessa Wright um, has talked about it a lot mm-hmm. on her Instagram. So, all right. So that yes, one's I on my list. I just think it's good life advice. Yeah. Even without reading it, it just makes sense to me. And I've really liked her podcast, although I haven't listened to every episode because I have the same problem with podcasts sometimes that I have with books where there's the ones that I feel like I should be listening to because I know they're going to make me feel better and they're going to give me like good advice. And then instead I listen to um, forensic files is now a podcast and there's like a million of them. So I've just been binge listening to forensic files because I don't know, there's something wrong with me and I like justice. So (laughs) that sounds kind of fun. I never listened to podcasts with like, or I should say rarely with my earbuds. So I have to have kids safe. So I'm either listening to, because I've been trying to work on my business this year, like Amy Porterfield and the kids. And we actually talk about it, which is funny, but they, they've learned stuff from listening to Amy or we listen to the strange animals podcast. (laughs) Okay. Which is hilarious. Is it, um, it's not that guy that does the hilarious videos, is it? Where it's like, this is the platypus. And... No. Okay. <laughs> no, but it is it's stuff that you're like, wait, I think what? sometimes those accidentally become like PG-13 or R-rated, though. So, never mind. <laughs> you sent me one of those ones, and I was going to show the kids, and then I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. 
I know. I've done <laughs> that before. And I send it to people and I'm like, don't don't show this to your kids. <laughs> they're like, but it's cute. It's a platypus. And then it's like, no, 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 no. It's going to take a turn here in a second. They're going to talk about platypus parts. We should move on. This episode is sponsored by Big Life Journal. We can't wait to share with you the exciting news. Big Life Journal is launching their Growth Mindset podcast for kids on May 29th, which is tomorrow. The Big Life Kids podcast will inspire children to stay resilient, to believe in themselves, and not be afraid to fail. Each episode is filled with humor, adventure, and important life lessons. The two main characters, Zara and Leo, travel around the world in their magical vehicle, Believe Mobile, and tell stories of remarkable people who chase their dreams and never give up. Together with listeners, Zara and Leo discover what it means to live a big life and be the best version of yourself. Play the podcast for your kids as part of your homeschool or while running errands in the car. Big Life Kids podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and everywhere else. Visit biglifejournal.com slash podcast to subscribe today and receive a beautiful, inspiring song for kids as a free gift. This episode is sponsored by Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company. Meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, gluten-free, and omnivore. Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. With Green Chef, it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you'll love to cook. Green Chef's expert chefs design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle that go way beyond ordinary substitutions. Green Chef makes cooking easy with dinner options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. And Carrie, you guys got to try it, didn't you? We did. We got three meals. We got the vegetarian box because I'm vegetarian. I do most of the cooking, so I figured I would go with a vegetarian box. And we got Jamaican jerk spiced cauliflower, um, (laughs) artichoke crab cakes, which... My whole family loves artichokes for some reason. So it's nice to have something like a different way to prepare them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always looking for new ways to prepare artichokes because that's something that everybody likes to eat. And then we got a taco recipe and, you know, tacos are basically my love language. So we got (laughs) sweet potato and kale tacos. So, um, it was, it was fun and we got to cook together and we got to try some new stuff. I love that. So sisters, for a total of $75 off, that's $25 off each of your first three boxes, go to greenchef.us slash homeschool75. Again, that's greenchef.us slash homeschool75. And that will get you $75 off, $25 off your first three boxes. Okay, actually, though, sort of speaking of podcasts, um, Oprah's Super Soul Conversations you listen to that, right? Well, yes, you do. Because you were telling me you have the same problem, is that then every time you listen to it, you get like six books that you want to listen or want to read from every episode. I actually think that was this last summer that my summer turned into like, like I feel like I have a PhD in Oprah Super Soul. Yeah. Because I read so many of the books from the people that were on there last season. Did you listen to the two with Maya Angelou? Oh, yes. Okay. She is so amazing. Amazing. Like, I just love her so much. So I want to read all of her books. I want to read Pema Chodron. Mm-hmm. I think it's how you say it. I said it wrong for a long time. 
but I just assume Oprah is saying everything right. I want to read all her books. Yes. Uh, Oprah Oprah says my name wrong. I'd probably just change my name. (laughs) Oprah knows me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm cat now. (laughs) Did you know that Oprah's name is actually not Oprah? Like it wasn't meant to be Oprah. It was meant to be Orpa. Yeah. And then they spelled it wrong on her birth certificate. And that's why she's Oprah. Which is so cool. Yeah. But if she renamed us, it would be like, all right, that's fine. Whatever did, you want. Didn't you hear? Oprah knows me. We're friends now. <laughs> right. Like, if you're saying my name, yeah, it's all good. Um, but she says that I have to read it New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. Yes, and I've read that, and it's good. Okay. But so it's hard that. to, like, it's also frustrating. I'm just going to warn you right now. I found it frustrating because my mind doesn't go, like, it, it's hard to do what he's saying. Yeah. Well, and I saw like, that you can do it for like half a second. Then you're like, yeah, Kate, I'm so sad. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to have for dinner and this and that? And then you're not being present. Is it like the Byron Katie? What was her whole thing with like, it's either my business, somebody else's business or God's business. Oh. Didn't you love that? Uh, yes, but I've been trying that to. That was this season, right? Wasn't it? I think so. Yes. I don't know. I'm kind of listening. I'm kind of jumping around a little bit because the other thing I saw is My that she has... has been confused lately because it's been shuffling. Like I'm so I don't know if that was new. That was very relevant to things that were happening in my own life at the time that I listened to it. And I was like, yeah. oh, see, not my business. <laughs> well, I just listened to it. And yeah, that it's the same thing where I'm like, OK, now my business. And I try to apply it. And then I'm like, oh, it's so hard. Um, so a new earth, uh, I saw though, she has like a series, so you can almost do like a book club with Oprah. So maybe do that and then try reading it again. That's on my nightstand because that's something that I found hard to read all at once. Like I had to do little bits. So that would actually be a really good idea to do it with Oprah. Yeah. She'll break it down for us. Yeah. And it does make sense. Like you, in this moment when you're just being here there's really no issues right right it's the other stuff they're thinking about like what just happened or what's gonna happen and that's where you run into like all the stress so if you could just stay here and just be like i'm good there's actually the farm i was just talking about this with a friend my kids do farm school once a week this year and the farmer is amazing and i just want to channel him and be like him because the kids are like running wild and chasing his sheep and like hacking things and chopping wood and he is just like it is what it is (laughs) and he's like the nicest guy ever and so is that and anyone who lives in new hampshire is going to know who i'm talking about right now where my kids go to farm school but he's just (laughs) like you know like it's fine we're good maybe we all need to just go to farm school yeah he told me that if you are quiet enough and you listen the trees speak to you and i was like oh my gosh can you just like be my grandpa yeah. Can you adopt me? Um, yeah, I have a new theory that, like, I don't actually have anxiety. I'm just psychic. Because, like... Anticipating. <laughs> I was asking a friend on Monday of this week about their orthodontist. Because our orthodontist office is... They're just really not very nice. The The actual orthodontist is great. But the people that work there are a little condescending we'll say um and then tuesday i had to take my son to his appointment and they called me in the back and they're like yeah lecturing me about forcing him to wear rubber bands and i'm like 
All right, here's the thing. So anyway, uh, so yeah, my, my new theory is that I'm just psychic. I, like I knew it was going to happen. That's why I was stressed about it on Monday, even though his appointment wasn't until Tuesday. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think being present, it all comes down to being present. But but you should also find a happy orthodontist too. We go to like a really, well, I shouldn't say we go to, we are like have a black cloud over our, we were supposed to go Monday for a double appointment and someone in my family had the belly bug. So I had to cancel it. But they are like the happiest place ever. We went for a consult. Um two years ago with my oldest and they could totally tell that he was very into in what am I trying to say? Not intuitive, inquisitive and was really interested in everything. And then basically like we were there for two hours and I felt like we had a field trip. I knew more about orthodontics, orthodontia. She could tell that he reads while brushing his teeth and that he was left-handed. She called him out on it in like a very funny way. And I was like, I told you you're not supposed to read books while you're brushing your teeth. It was like the coolest. She showed him all the technology. They had a pumpkin carving contest or not carving. You weren't allowed to carve it. It was decorating and they let him enter and he wasn't even technically a patient and he got third prize and he got a Barnes and Noble gift card. <laughs> it was like the happiest place ever. I was like, I could just stay here all day. So I just I'll need be buying to... my braces here when the time comes. <laughs> yeah. We just need to go to New Hampshire for our remaining. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying they're all like that. I don't know. This Orthodontia. Yeah. Yeah. But they were even really nice because we've had, I was, it's kind of funny because I've had to cancel a number of dentist appointments because of my kids getting the stomach bug. I don't know what it is, but I had um, one lady at a, a different office when I canceled the appointment and explained that I had a kid who had the stomach virus. She was like, well, are you bringing the other two in? <laughs> it's like a really condescending way. And I was like, um, no, <laughs> do you want no. to the puker? Like, I'm like, I'm here. One is puking. <laughs> no, I'm not coming in. And she made me feel like really guilty about it. And I felt like I had to explain. And I was like, I don't have to explain this. No, no. No, I'm not. <laughs> Do they even want kids who have been exposed to puking coming right. in and bringing their puking oh, with them? Like sticking your hands in their mouth? No. <gasps> oh, yeah. It was, And she made me feel really bad. And so I switched offices because I was like, I don't need your business. Yeah. We did walk out Tuesday without making another appointment because I was like, you know what? I'm all done with you for today. (laughs) You should just be nice to people. I'll have to figure it out later, but I'm all done with you for today. (laughs) We we had another. (laughs) Now it sounds like we have terrible teeth and then we're like a terrible patient. We had another dentist that um, I showed up for the appointment on the wrong day. But before they could tell me that, we were... (laughs) crossing um in the parking lot and my daughter walked into somebody's rear view mirror and gave herself basically like an instant black eye and oh my gosh really cold so I shuffled her in so I could look at it because there was like wind chill and stuff happening and so we walk in and everyone's like like (laughs) and her eye is like bulging out and I'm trying to assess and then finally the nice lady had to be like I'm sorry but who are you and I had to say her name and it was like 15 solid minutes until we could get to that point. And then she was like, yeah, your appointment's actually tomorrow. And I was like, oh. Bet you can't wait to see us again. Oh my gosh. We had an appointment like while child visits and on the way out, my daughter got her hand stuck in the revolving door. Ow. That was awesome. Yeah. Ow. And it was like kind of one of those where... You know, you're like, don't, don't touch the door. Don't guys come here. Don't touch the door. Don't touch the door. Come here. And you're like trying to like, this is, this was a while ago. You can tell because I was writing a check. 
Like I was trying to write a check and I'm like, come here. Don't do that. Don't touch the door. Yeah. All right. So I have a couple more. Uh, I just saw a book called Do Less by Kate Northrup. Oh, I've seen that one somewhere recently too. So I put that on my list. I don't know a lot about it. It looked good. Um, our friend Alicia just recommended Outer Order, Inner Calm by Gretchen Rubin. I I would like to read that too. I think that's a big one. Um, I forgot when we were talking about homeschool books. Um, the book Homeschool Brave, Homeschool Bravely by Jamie Erickson. I have been I hearing some that. really good rumblings about that one. Yes, on Instagram, I think. Yeah. Um, and so I've got that one on my list. I have. I'm just going through the rest of my nonfiction really fast, and then we can go to your nonfiction. Um, okay, so you know the book, The Wisdom of the Enneagram. Have you seen that one? It's thick. I've it's... heard you talk about it. Okay, so I just want to like take that with me places this summer and read it. I don't know. I just keep wanting to read more about that. I'm just fascinated right now by the Enneagram. Um, and then I downloaded a bunch of Rachel Held Evans books after she passed away. Yeah, sad. I know that was a terrible story. Yeah. And then um, I've been reading the Crosswicks Journal books by Madeline LaEngle. And so I'm on the third one of those, which is kind of hard because now it's like a Christmas book and I'm trying to read it in summer. Um, Christmas in July. Yeah. And then, okay, you know, my love and affection for the book Boundaries by Henry Cloud. Okay. So this one is called Necessary Endings. (gasps) And it's actually about business. So it's the employee's business. I'm going to say that again. It's the employee's businesses and relationships that all of us have to give up in order to move forward. And I just thought that was very, very timely. So I'm going to jump into that one. Yeah. Um, I, I might need to read that after you. Yeah, I'm excited about so that. So let one. me know. That might be one of the first ones I jump into. Um, okay, so what about you? Nonfiction. So I only have one nonfiction if we're not counting education, and it's called Chasing the Scream: The First and Last Days of the War on Drugs by um, Jonathan Johan Hari. And this was a book I bought for my husband, and he loved it. And I just I have always been fascinated with addiction. Probably you could look at my family history there. <laughs> Whole situation there. But, um, and I, I wanted to go into psychopharmacology before I went into school psych, but I just realized that I didn't, number one, didn't have the finances. And number two, like that would be hard if I then decided to have babies and then, you know, that whole thing. So, but I'm eternally fascinated by it. And this is kind of talking about, if you put, I think, from what my husband was saying, fewer restrictions on drugs, that actually things go smoother in the general population. It's kind of like when you crack down on something that you almost have like a rebound. I'm probably not explaining it well, but he said it was really, really, really good. Hmm. And so that's on my list. I hadn't heard anything about that. So I don't have any murder on my list, but I have drugs. Okay. Well, we can jump right into murder because the first one is Lady in the Lake. And I'm just assuming she's dead, that she's not like in a boat or something. Because it's by Lauren Lippman. And the other book I read by her was Sunburn. I think that was last summer. And it was good. And it was like mystery 
thriller type thing. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I've got another murder one. Chase Darkness with Me by Billy Jensen. Um, Did Alicia just read that one? Okay, so that one is all tied into sort of like the Golden State Killer case in a way. He was one oh, of the, oh. he was the um, like citizen detective who worked with Michelle McNamara, who w worked on the book about trying to track down the Golden State Killer. Which okay. I can't That's think why of the I've name of it, of it right this minute. But he has, he has a podcast with Paul Holes, who was the detective on the Golden State Killer case. And now they have a new podcast called Jensen and Holes, the Murder Squad, which... Have you listened to this? I have. I always feel like when I keep recommending things like this to people, I sound like a total creep. So <laughs> if you are a true crime person... That book consumed me, though. That, yeah. Like, I could not. And then I happened to read it the same week that they found the guy. Oh, wow. Just coincidentally. So that's Michelle McNamara's book. I was, like, book. so pumped up about it. And my husband was like, wait, what? And I was like, you have to read this now. But it's not going to be the same because now he's found. <laughs> when I was reading it, he wasn't. I just looked it up. It, it was. It's called I'll Be Gone in the Dark. One Woman's yes. Obsessive Search for the Golden State Killer. And oh my gosh, if you want a hard to put down book. Oh, it's so good. But for so many reasons. I read it on a trip when I was traveling. Like I was staying in a hotel room alone. I wasn't totally traveling alone, but I was oh. staying in a hotel room alone. And every single night I came back, I got into a routine of like, I'm just going to check my closet. I'm just going to look under the bed. Okay. All right. Now I'll listen to my murder book some more. Right. But, oh, it's oh, so that good. was a really, really creepy one. Yeah. Yeah. I had to finish it in like two days because the dreams I had the one night. <laughs> it's just like, oh my gosh. It's good though. It it's is really, really good. Really, and it's interesting to see her obsession with it, which was another just really fascinating bit. Right. Because yeah. there's parallel stories. There's what was actually happening and she was researching it and then she was a mom, a new mom, and she was like totally obsessed in probably an unhealthy way with this right. story. Yeah. And like in her daughter's playroom, like looking up in the middle of the night about the Golden On State forums and stuff. Yeah. Because this was before it right. predates Facebook. Like this was going on a while. Yeah. So then Billy Jensen worked with her and he wrote this book and it's out on audio now. Um, it's not... I think it comes out soon in like as a book book, but it's out on audio now. Um, so I have the audio version uh, of that. So what's the title again? Because now I feel like I might need to chase darkness with me. Chase darkness with me. Oh man, that already sounds spooky. And the podcast <laughs> is really good, but it's really disturbing. And you know, it's like the kind that you listen to with your earbuds in like in mm -hmm. your room with the door closed and like the blankets pulled over your head because you're like no mommy's fine mommy's totally normal <laughs> everything's fine like I don't know I don't want my kids to be like all my mom listened to when I was growing up was <laughs> things about ladies in the lakes um okay so I got all excited because I thought I had read the expats like I read a different book that I think was similar to it it's by Chris Pavone 
the expats. And I saw that the Paris Diversion is coming out in another book by him. And I was like, yay, this is awesome. Except I just downloaded the expats on my Kindle. I never actually read it. So <laughs> I'm going to start with that. That's the story of my life. I'm always like, did I read that or did I just think about reading it? Tell right. me a little bit more. <laughs> right. I literally, like when my husband gets home, I have to ask him about a conversation. Like, do we actually have that or did I just play it out in my head? So... <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then Lisa Jewell, I've been loving her stuff. Like she writes a bunch of thrillers. Um, so it might be a Lisa Jewell summer. Like how a couple summers ago it was a Tana French summer. Yes. Oh, that's so fun. Mm-hmm. I like when you can do that. Yeah. Oh, and then um, since I just read the Alice Network, I have The Huntress by Kate Quinn. And I was super lucky. I went to the American Library Association conference and I got a bunch of um like advanced reader copies and one of them was um the Huntress one of them was the Alice Network so I, I I have both of those and then I have this book the Bookwoman of Troublesome Creek and a couple um a couple of books by Ellie Griffiths who I've liked her books in the past so I've got a whole stack here. Sounds delicious. Yeah. What about, so what about you for fiction? So for fiction, actually two of these, I think you sent me and I can't remember if I actually read this one or not talking about not being able to remember, but I love Ann Patchett and you sent me run. Okay. Yeah. And I feel like if you sent me this, I would have read it right away, but I can't remember if I actually read it. (laughs) So I'm going to read it if I haven't. Oh, it's good. It's about like a, oh gosh, now I can't remember if he was a doctor or a politician or something, but he's got like two teen sons and yeah, it it was really good. Okay. Because I I can't remember if I read it, but her writing is just, I just love her writing. She's amazing. And then Pilgrims by Elizabeth Gilbert. Ooh, okay. Is that Which a I, short I think story collection? A short, so, short story collection. It's an older one from her. Okay. It's from ni- 97. So yeah. I don't know where that is in the grand scheme of all her writing, but. Well, I, I got that one because I was reading, I was, I think I was listening to her podcast and listening to her talk about, didn't she have a podcast? Or am I confusing her with someone? Maybe I'm I was listening sure. to her She's on a podcast. On um, Maybe she does. But she was talking about like early writing and getting rejections. And she got rejections for a bunch of the stories in there. And one of the stories, she got a rejection for it. And then um, ended up like a couple years later submitting it again to the like the same editor worked at a different publication or something like that. And he was like, I, I love this story. It reminds me of something I've read before, but I can't remember. And he had rejected it at like the old, something like oh that. So that's why I ended up getting that. Cause I just, th- I thought that story was really interesting. So I love that. Maybe it was, Oh, maybe it was her book. Maybe it was big magic. Maybe that's where I read it. I loved big magic. That was really good. That was a really, really good book. All of, this is another one. All of her books are good. Um, and then the other two I have are Before We Were Yours by Lisa Wingate, which has had a lot of, uh, a lot of people have recommended to me. And then The Ragged Edge of Night by Olivia Hawker. And I think this is another World War II fiction book. It is. Because mm-hmm. I'm going down that rabbit hole, like I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was an impulsive Amazon purchase. Yeah. Yeah, that sometimes those happen. 
<laughs> Sometimes it does. Sometimes those happen. All right. So anything else? No, I think I think we got I mean there will be more. <laughs> right. Oh, I have A Light So Lovely, um which is the spiritual legacy of Madeline Engel by Sarah Arthur. Um I'm reading that for like kind of in conjunction with the Read Aloud Revival Mama Book Club this summer cuz Sarah Arthur Sarah Arthur is going to come and talk to us about it. Um I'm like looking all over. I have stacks everywhere. It's a problem. I want to go really slowly through Introvert Mom again because we that read it helped. excited about Jamie coming, but now I want to go back and like just read it and cry to myself because I just, there were so many truths in there that just really got me where I was, you know, we just feel like really seen and understood and, you know, things like that. So yeah, it's going to be a fun summer of reading. It is. Lots of books. It's the best. Reading outside is the best. Yeah. And we'll miss everybody, but we'll be back we in the will. fall. And in the meantime, we'll be over on Instagram. We'll be on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And we'll be in all the places we normally are. Yeah. And we always share stuff at our regular accounts on Instagram mm-hmm. and Facebook and on our website. So we can put links to all that in the show notes. So you can still keep up with us and what we're doing. And we'll miss everybody, but we'll, we we'll see you soon. This is like our yearbook sign-off. It goes by in a blank. Yeah. Yeah. Our yearbook sign-off. Love you like a sister. Love you like a sister. (laughs) Have a great summer. Stay cool. Peace, love, and happiness forever. Peace, love, and happiness. Oh, my goodness. I had forgotten about that. That was totally a thing. Yeah. (laughs) That was like emojis before there were emojis. (laughs) (laughs) And we were just writing them in yearbooks. But you're, yeah. Do you remember like that last day of school or like last couple days of school feeling though that's kind of how I feel right now where I'm like okay there's lots of stuff coming up we're both working on lots of like cool things that we're gonna do this summer and of course we have the kindred conference coming up on June 28th so there's all kinds of good stuff happening it's just it's different times they are a changing yeah just a new season yes Okay, well, we'll have notes for all the books we talked about, everything we talked about over at the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. And peace, love, and happiness, sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great summer and stay cool. (laughs) And leave us a comment in the show notes and tell us what you're going to be reading. Yes, and And make sure... don't forget to use the hashtag Poolside Professional Development. Yes. Tag us like crazy. We'll be keeping an eye on it all summer. Okay. It's hard to say goodbye. I know. But. Well, you and I are going to be talking in a minute. (laughs) Yeah. I'll talk to you in like two minutes. So. We'll be on Voxer. Have a good rest of your day. You too. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next. So head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com and click on ask us a question. We share posts over there too. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got